Hello, welcome to today's episode of Jews and the Numbers, your statistics and sports podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Tracing. And I'm Corwin Heller. And uh, welcome to the Monday edition of, of the podcast. It is the, the statistics edition of the podcast. Um, if we were clever, we'd have something election-related for the podcast, but we are not clever enough to have thought of anything. Um, but that's okay. Maybe it's best we don't think about it. And instead, talk about football. So, uh, Corwin, you want to talk about football? Sure, as long as it's not college. Yes, it is not college. Uh, which is funny, because I saw... Um, I, I was on Twitter yesterday, this morning. And uh, saw someone make a thread about Cincinnati's road to the playoffs. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Cincinnati is not going to the playoffs. And then they realized they meant college football. And I was like, ah, I don't didn't know Cincinnati had a university. Um, so That's where Travis Kelsey went. What's it called? University of Cincinnati. Ah, well, I kind of <laughs> should have assumed that to be the case. Anyway, uh, all right. It happens. So, Corwin, I made a, a rather large development, um, or realization. I'm not sure which is the correct term. The other day. Uh, did you know that you can run regressions in Excel? No. I just honest, found I, out. I'd go out of my way to forget that regressions are even a thing because, man, that is just a a low point in my mathematics career. Uh, well, um, I loved doing regressions in college, but we also had like a specific regression software that was a lot more complicated, at least than the very, very minimal amount of effort I put into doing this in Excel, um, where you literally just select two <laughs> columns and go, all right, regress these. And it goes, okay. Um, but that's what I did to see uh, what, statistics um can be most closely tied to points and see what uh is is i guess closer and farther between different tracked categories in nfl stats okay. so you want to talk about some relevant statistics oh boy do i oh boy uh, all right so for anyone uh, a, a very quick primer on what what regression is um, a regression analysis. Basically, it, all you're doing is looking to see how closely tied together or relatively, I don't want to say quite predictive, but um, in that vein, one statistic can be or one metric can be towards your outcome. Um, this is mainly measured via a, a variable uh, that you would call R square, which is represented as, um, you know, like zero point something, something, something. Um, 0.99, for instance, would be very, very high. 0.5 would be pretty low. Um, so if you had something that said 0.99, you could think about it as a percent if it makes it easier for you. Um, you could think that that's like, that's 99% uh, correlating to whatever your output is. So for instance, uh, overall yards, or team offensive yards to, to team offensive points has an R square of 0.9995. Um, so that's pretty fucking high. Uh, so you would say that that yards has a pretty strong correlation to points. Um, have, and counterpoint, let's see, I know I had something here that was really low. I missed that show. What? Point, counterpoint. I don't even know what show that is. Uh, it's a old politics thing. Is it like Crossfire? Yeah. I bet it sucked. Well, I mean, I don't think it had Tucker Carlson on it, so... Couldn't well, Tucker worse. Carlson does make everything worse. It's true. Uh, I actually... I think I deleted the one I had that was, like, way worse. Um, but anyway, if you had something that was, like, you know, 0 0.4, like, if we looked at... Um, actually, let's do that real quick. Let's look at... um. You want to look at, like, first downs or something? Sure. All right, let's let's run a quick regression right here on uh, first downs to to points and see what the fuck we come up with. Why does that say O? Oh, that is not what I wanted, sir. Um, 
All right, so that's already actually selected. What happened here? All right, so we'll go. We'll go with passing first downs. Um, to uh, to passing touchdowns. Let, let's do it that way. Um, just to see. I'm really curious. I wonder what's going to happen. So it has actually that's that's kind of nifty. It's got an R square of zero point nine nine six. Damn. All right. Granted, these are both quantities and not rates, so I, I'm sure that that slight discrepancy has, uh, or that that lack of noise reduction might have something to do with it. But that's still pretty nifty. Um, extremely nifty. It's a very, very high number. That is a very, very high number. Let's, uh, all right, all right. Let's make it weirder. Let's look at passing attempts to touchdowns, because this I don't think should be that close or as close as that one was, right? Uh, in reality, no. Well, this could be a good litmus test for us then. Ah, oh, fuck. Come on, Josh. Type those letters better. No. Have... Apparently not. Uh, so it is lower, but like not by that much. 0 0.995 versus 0.996. Interesting. I wonder why. I don't know. I got nothing here. That's fucking when weird. Do we really have anything, though, you know? Oh, almost never. Is that what you want from me? Yes. Yeah, I no, I have almost nothing here. Cause what's so I I I ran a, a several. I should I should say to start off. I ran you know how tightly yards runs into points, how tightly um, plays just running offensive plays runs into points. Passing yards, rushing yards. Um, I think I also did kicks and punts, um, as you can get to in a minute. And they all had a, had a pretty high R square value, um, which I thought was kind of odd. But I was also thinking about it, and football is a very quantity sport, you know. Like, if you sure. you have to be on, like, if you're not making pass attempts, then you're probably, you don't, don't have your offense on the field a lot, which means you're probably not good at offense. You know what I mean? You're right. Like, like let's, let's take a look here. I have, because I have the actual stats in front of me. So let's take a look at um, where the Jets are in terms of pass attempts. So I'm going to sort by pass attempts. Now let's see how far down the list the Jets are. Oh, they're actually not. They're actually very middle of the road, 240. Wow. The Jets and the Texans are tied in pass attempts, and that does not feel right. <laughs> and the Texans have 31 more completions, um, 13 more completion percentage points, 800 more yards, 11 more touchdowns, um, two fewer interceptions. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. Yeah, so this is all starting to make much more sense. Yeah. Wow. Ow. Uh, wow. But yeah, that's that's so bad. Wow. And what team do you think has the fewest pass attempts right now? Uh, the Titans. It is not the Titans. They are twenty sixth. Hmm. Fewest pass attempts. I don't know. Yeah. What is your impression of the team that would be down here at the bottom of this list? Good, bad, middling? Fairly good, you know, above average, run heavy team. Um, you know, like a team with a good defense that can maybe the Bears. Ooh, I think the Bears would be a good pick. The Bears actually sounds like a great pick, but I don't see them in the bottom ten. They're actually the Bears are actually fifth in pass attempts. That's gross. Two hundred seventy-eight. Wow, that is wild. Um, the correct answer is the Baltimore Ravens. Ah, uh, that is uh, that's a very good guess that I should have gotten. the The bottom five teams in pass attempts are in um, increasing order: uh, the Colts, the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Vikings, and the Ravens. <sighs> What an interesting Colts, bottom. The Dolphins, five. really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, the Dolphins, Patriots, Vikings, and Ravens uh, all have fewer than 200 pass attempts. The Ravens only have 165 pass attempts on the season. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a lot. No. So what's crazy, I'm sorry, this is, this is quite a tangent from where we started. But the, Gosh, the, this is how every episode ever goes. That's that just, is you true. Have uh, the Ravens have 75 fewer pass attempts than the Jets. They have 31 fewer completions than the Jets. But they are only 52 yards shy of the Jets in terms of passing yards. And have six more passing touchdowns. And have four fewer interceptions. Wow, we are so bad. Uh, Yeah, you're not good, Josh. Oh my god, we are... like. It's one of those things where it's like, you know you're not good, but then like you see it compared to other teams, and it's like, oh, no, no, no. We are really not good. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes, yes, we are very good at being not good. You are best in the league at being bad. Ooh, the Jets, though, are tied for worst in the NFL in terms of passer rate. Do you know who we are tied with? Oh, it's got to be like uh, either the Redskins or the Giants. Just something. Yeah. Something is neither of those teams. Uh, who? The Patriots. Oh, yeah. The Jets and Pats both either. have a QB passer rating right now of uh, 65.1, worst in the NFL. Wow. That sounds right, though. And yet the Pats have more yards. Uh, fewer tu- The Pats have three passing touchdowns on the season? That is bad. Wait, what? Wait, wow. Three? Three. Oh, no. Three. They, they have 11 interceptions and three passing touchdowns. What the fuck? They, they're, yeah, granted, they're, they're I think Cam Newton was doing really good at the goal line running the ball as the QB, but fuck. The, the, Patriots, the Patriots' touchdown percent is 1.7. Their interception percent is 6.1. Triple. More than triple. Oh, that's disgusting. I love it. Yeah. I don't know if love's the word I would choose. I love it. Fuck this team. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad it's the Patriots, but like, man, as a fan of just like football, oof, I, that's just gross. This, this really just solidifies how bad the Jets team is doing as a whole, though. Because, you know, you see the Pats here, three passing touchdowns, 11 passing interceptions. Um, but, but to their credit, um, their yards per attempt is still six point one. That is double what the Jets is. Is the you know what I'm trying to say? Um, yes, I do. Their um, their adjusted yards per attempt is four point six, which is higher than the Jets. Um, and their their yards per completion is 10.9, which is 1.2 yards more than the Jets. And their yards per game is 197.2. This is all passing stats, um, which is almost 40 yards per game more than the Jets. So even though they have fewer passing touchdowns than the Jets and over 50% more passing turnovers than the Jets, interceptions than the Jets, the Patriots' Patriots, um, expected points from the passing game is negative 15. The Jets points from the passing game is expected points from the passing game is negative 60. Four times worse. How does Adam Case have a job? I don't know, man. I don't know. I love it. I love it. I just don't. I mean, this, this is the Jets who had four offensive touchdowns, offensive, um, Yards, four yards of offense in the second half of a game last week. 
I love how my immediate reaction to the Patriots having bad quarterbacks is, oh, I hate it. It's gross. But the Jets having bad quarterbacks is like, ooh, I love that. That's great. Fuck you too, buddy. Oh, thanks, man. Fuck you too. Um, anyway, anyway, let's, uh, let, let, let's hop, skip and jump back over to, um, to some super fun stuff. Josh tries regression. Um, that's the, that's going to be the title of this week's episode. Um, and does it go well? So, uh, I would like to offer to you punt yards versus kick return yards. And which one you think has a higher R square? <laughs> okay. Uh, this is this is once again uh, set to the output of points. Okay. So which one do you think uh, has a higher R square between punt yards and kick return yards? I'll say kick return yards. No, I'll mm, yeah, I'll say kick return yards. Your instincts are good. Kick return yards it is. Kick return yards have an R square of 994. Punt return or punt yards. Actually, now I'm not sure if this is punt return or punt. It just says punt. But I don't know if that means how Oh no, this is punt return. So it's oh, it, this is this is punt return. I should have been more clear. My apologies. Which actually makes this more interesting. Uh, punt return yards uh, have an R squared uh, respe- respective to points of nine eight seven. Kick returns again nine nine four. This is one of the bigger gaps that I've seen. Nine eight seven is actually one of the lower ones that I've seen. Um, having done all this, which is interesting because in my mind, I think I would have picked punt returns as being more important. Um. Yeah, it's one of those things where I feel like the natural discrepancy between like average punt return and average kick return yards is high enough. Like so many punts just are not returned, whereas you know kicks, point. you're getting twenty five, and I feel like you score on kicks more than you would punts. But that's just I don't know if that's just observational bias. Um. I don't know. Like, it's tough because they are so similar and it's not something we really focus on or talk about often. Well, you know, uh, that's actually a very interesting observation because I wouldn't have thought that, but you're totally right. As of, as it stands this season, there have been zero touchdowns scored on punt returns and there have been three scored on kick returns. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's just so easy to... I don't want to say easy, but, like, comparatively with the way kicks are set up to you have a hole it's easier for that hole to form for a guy to be able to break free than on a punt where you know the distance between the two groups when they start off is so much closer you know like they're lining up offense defensive line together and then falling back into coverage whereas a kick return guys are spread out across the full length on the kicking team Guys on the receiving team are spread out both ways, you know, across and down the field. It's just easier to create those holes, I feel like. I I, I guess it certainly would check out that way. I would like to ask you another question now. Okay. Um, what team do you think has the fewest punt return yards, and how many yards do you think that is? Punt return yards. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys because I feel like they just don't allow punts. They don't force punts because their defense is bad. And I don't know who um, Turner would be. So The Dallas Cowboys um, have are in the top 10 of punt return yards. Hmm, okay. Actually, sorry, they are 11th, I should say. They are 11th. All right, well, I don't know. How many yards do you think ha- is is the fewest punt return yards for the season so far? Uh, two hundred and fifty punt no, return yards. Yeah, so that maybe maybe kick return yards. But... Maybe like fifty six. Okay, fifty six would be would be fourteenth fewest. The fewest punt return yards in the NFL this season so far is the Minnesota Vikings with thirteen. Oh. Apparently, Ooh. the Vikings have only attempted to return 
four punts, which isn't crazy. The the Raiders have only returned four. The Seahawks have only returned four. Um, the Lions have only returned four. And the Patriots have only returned four. But their average yard per punt return is 3.3. The Jets have only attempted to return two punts this season and have done so for 20 yards. What is, like, how, what? I mean, I guess fair catching is involved, like, when you talk about, like, attempting to return, but, like, I had no idea it was that low for some teams. Maybe I'm just so used to having a good defense this year that we returned so many punts, we forced so many punts. I was going to say, we, we have to compare this to defense now. Because, I mean, it's just it's just got to come down to, you know, the Vikings and Jets being scored on a fuck ton, which my intuition would say is what's happening, right? Right. Okay. So, team defense. Um, hmm, what to even really look at for to compare this? I guess plays. Because if you're allowing the most plays, it means you're probably not allowing a lot of punts. So yeah, so like so like the Steelers have allowed the fewest plays in the league at 350. And that sounds right. Because we the best. Uh interestingly enough, the Patriots have allowed the second fewest at 355 and the Colts third fewest at 358 and those are the only three teams below 360 with the Packers being at 360. But anyway, naturally. Um, yeah, nifty. Where are the Jets. The Jets are 20th at 455. And where are the Vikings? No, nah, Vikings pretty middle of the road. 409. 13th. 20th and 13th are definitely not great, but they're not like awful. You know, the uh, the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons each allowed over 500 um, opponent offensive yards or um, plays, but they're not allowing um. The, uh, uh, the all the punting. Um. Oh man. Hmm. Because I was going to say only only two punt returns from the Jets. You you would think that just everyone's scoring on them, which is true. Actually, so maybe scoring percent. Maybe that's a better one. That would be pretty good. I'd I'd acknowledge that that's a, a good metric to look at. Okay, so that definitely makes things worse for the Vikings. Um, the Vikings have the worst scoring percent in the NFL at 57.6. Holy shit. Like Holy shit, drives. indeed, man. Huh? Like 56% of total drives? 57.6% of the time their defense is on the field, those drives end in touchdowns. Or oh, scoring of some, or man, scoring of some kind. awful. Wow. Wow. All right, there are four teams over 50%. Uh, the Vikings, 57.6. The Jaguars, 54.7. The Raiders, 54.1. And the Cowboys at 50.6. Um, the Panthers, dangerously close at 49.3. Um, but... Holy shnikes. Wow. Wow. Okay, so that means that the Raiders have to get worse, right? They're sitting at three and three, whereas the whereas the Jaguar, the Vikings are at one and five, the Jaguars are at one and six, and the Cowboys are what two and five right now. Yeah, two and five. Yeah, they are. They are two and five. So that means that that the Raiders are due to get worse. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. That yeah 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 all right and then the the Jets are 14th in the NFL in terms of score percent with 45 which again isn't awful so why would they only have returned two punts are we just so bad uh I mean do you want that answer yeah yes no I know that because it, it it's what I, I guess what I'm trying to wonder here is, is the problem Jets personnel, 
which I'm not trying to say it isn't because the Jets personnel is very bad. Or could it be opposing players getting too far in that, you know, like, you know, they're making good drives, so their punts aren't going very far, and there's just no room to make a return. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, I feel like there's too much context needed, you know? Yeah. Can I find, is, is, is opposing punt distance a, a measured statistic? Uh, yeah, it has to be. I don't know how much that's, you know, effective at displaying what reality is but yeah there's definitely a statistic somewhere mapping out how far your opponent punts the ball all right i'm pulling up the box score of every jets game thus far this season fully ready to embrace the pain okay let's see if it's in the box score starting with jets bills show me punts I have expected points contributed by punts and by punt returns. I want net punt yards, baby. Give me that sweet, sweet punt. Um, okay, okay, okay. I've got it. So in the Jets' opening weekend loss to the Bills, Braden Mann, the Jets' punter, Punted for 278 yards on six punts. And the Bills punter, Corey Bo Bo Horquez, (laughs) he punted for 53 yards on one punt. But I don't know the field position of that punt. Do we need to go to 25 yards? Huh? He was on the opponent 25-yard line, and he punted it 53 yards out of the stadium. Do you have that in front of you? No. Or are you just making it up? up? Yeah, I'm just making it oh, up. Okay. I was going to say, because that was, that was really convincing. Because <laughs> uh, when we talk about bad teams, it's all convincing. I mean, you are not wrong. You are not All right. Ooh, okay. So they have a play-by-play. <laughs> I'm really not convinced of this. I'm sorry. I I need to know. <laughs> I don't care. So, oh, all right. Care. So, so, so the Bills' only punt of the game came from the third quarter, their first offensive drive of the third quarter, um, where Corey Bajorquez punted it from the Bills' 25. Corwin, you're magic. Um, and it was fair caught by Braxton Barrios at the Jets 22. So they were not too close pinned to return that. Interesting. I just want to say, I really like Braxton Barrios. Why is that? Because his name sounds like a, like a cereal? <laughs> uh, no, because he's like a, a five foot eight little white receiver that's like fun to watch play. Fair. Uh, I, I, you know, liked him to an extent coming out of Miami too. I dig it. I dig it. I have no strong feelings because the Jets are too bad for me to have any of those. Um, fair enough. That's how I feel man, about Penn this year. Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. I know that one hurts more than usual. All right, yeah. so I need I need to find the 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 two Jets returns because this is driving me nuts. So the Jets. Or the the Niners punted four times in the in their def- defeat of the Jets. The first one came in the first quarter. Mitch Wishnowski punted from the San Francisco fourteen. That's not even, and it was fair caught by Chris Hogan at the Jets thirty nine. There's room for that, you know. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Oh, oh man, this is this is really. Are ugly. the Jets just Jetson? The second San Francisco punt came from their own 38, 47 yards, fair caught by Braxton Berrios at the Jets' 15. Okay. Not sure and then that. their third 
punt came from their own 44. Fair caught by Baxton Barriers of the Jets, 10. And then their last punt came uh, from their own 41, and it was a touchback. So, now this, I, I want to ask you if the if you think there's yards being left on the table and how significant or insignificant that could be. Because if we look at, and I'm sorry this is a little bit all over the place. This is not what I had planned, but now I'm just enamored by it. Um, if we look at the five best teams in terms of punt returns, it is the best team is the Pittsburgh Steelers, 195 yards on punt returns. The New Orleans Saints with 179. The Buffalo Bills with 170, the Miami Dolphins with 139, and the Baltimore Ravens with 131. Those are good teams and the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Dolphins I'm wondering, aren't terrible. No, they are not terrible. They are not they are a middling team, which is fair. You'd expect to have some middling teams performing well in certain aspects, otherwise they wouldn't be middling, they'd just be bad. Um do you do you think the yards being left on the table by the lack of punt returns means anything? Not particularly. I mean, I I don't think that it it ends up being you know uh, a a strong factor for why bad teams are bad and good teams are good. Um. I, like it's just hard for me to look at, you know, how all these teams perform and what they do well and be able to say, oh, this is a defining characteristic of a good or bad team, you know. I'm just wondering about it because if it was just passing yards or rushing yards, I'm mm-hmm. not sure it matters. And I'm not sure this matters either to, you know, obviously. Uh but I would think that teams do different things depending on their field position. And that's part of the point of actually taking the time and energy to make your returns. In addition to that slim possibility of you actually taking that back to the house and scoring a touchdown, you're also just fighting for better field position. You know, the game is easier if you are starting on the 50 than if you're starting on your own 25. You know, that's right. 25 yards you just don't have to go get. And that means that you can game plan around having to march down the field differently if you only need 50 yards as compared to needing 75. And right. I am wondering if these yards have more of an impact because you have you don't have to run as many plays in theory and therefore you don't have to show your hand in terms of what types of plays you're running like, I'm wondering if this is somewhat equivalent to, like, pitch count in the MLB. You know? It's like, it doesn't really affect too much in terms of, like, strikeouts or ERA or whatever. You know, that's still actual result. But, like, if your pitch count's really high in the first inning, but you got out of it clean, well, maybe you had to show your hand a little bit and throw, start dropping curveballs. Where in the NFL, it's like, well, maybe you're showing some different formations that you would have preferred to hold on to the second half, but you need to do something because it's the, you got three minutes left in the first half and you haven't scored yet, but you're on the 15 and you got to do something. You know what I mean? Am I, or am I thinking too much? Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, it easily could be that contextual. It easily could just be fucking random and we're, you know, arguing over randomness. Um, that my, my answer is like a shoulder shrug. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just do not have a good answer for you or anyone in this context. What are you hiding, Corwin? Oh, I'm hiding the, the reality of the world. What are you hiding, man? Fucking everything. So, so what's interesting is if you go to um to the team offense part of Pro Football Reference and you just look at yards under team total offense, like top of the list right now, I don't have it sorted, so it's literally just the first team that appears. I don't know what the order is for this alphabetic. Who knows? Uh, is the Buccaneers twenty six oh three are the total offensive yards, which is literally just the addition of their passing yards and their rushing yards. The um 
Bucks have 1,863 passing yards plus 740 rushing yards. That is 2603. So I'm wondering if the addition of um, kick and punt return yards, what that would do. So, like, the Jets only get 20 extra yards from their punt returns, and that's nothing, you know? That's not moving the needle at all. The 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 Steelers get almost two hundred more yards because of because of their punt return yards. And that's a fuck ton. Like that moves the Pittsburgh Steelers from where are you, Pittsburgh? Uh, they're not in the top ten. That's weird. The Pittsburgh Steelers are twenty fourth in yards. Like total yards? Yeah. I don't like that. 24th? Don't that... like that at all. Well, if you gave them 195 extra yards, that would put you guys up to 19th and move you up to five whole spots. Right right above the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, right below the Green Bay Packers. Uh... I, and I'm just wondering if it matters. I still don't, I haven't convinced yeah, myself. I, I really just don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> uh, while while we're maintaining the subject, I would like to also point out one very, very odd piece of business sure. um, from this stats page. So the Minnesota Vikings, 13 punt return yards. You go, ugh. Um, kick return yards, 338. And this is a pretty consistent job you see all over the place. The, the Bears, 30 punt return yards. 580 kick return yards. Um, sure. The Chiefs, 46 punt return yards, uh, 299 kick return yards. Like, there's a big disparity, you know? Which right. makes sense. You have more room to run. Like, if you, you know, catch the ball in the end zone and decide to take it out on a kick return, you'll probably get to, like, the, the 15 or 20 before you really get touched up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just, that's just not surprising. A 15-yard punt return I mean, you it, literally one of those, you'd have more punt return yards than the entire Minnesota Vikings organization this season. <laughs> like, like that, that's, a, that's a big punt return. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Vikings. Um, so the Miami Dolphins have the, the fourth most punt return yards at 139. How many kick return yards do you think they have? Uh, ranking or actual number? Actual number and also ranking. You can guess at either one. I don't really care. Uh, ranking, I feel like they're going to be 13th. Okay. I don't want to guess a number because I'm just, again, context is hard. Ranking, they are dead last. <laughs> they have less than half of their punt return yards in kick return yards. They have 139 punt return yards. They have 74 kick return yards. This is why they are the only team with fewer kick return yards than punt return yards. The only team. This is why you don't just guess randomly. Wow. Like, like, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you think their average field position is? We should have this available to us. Uh, Their own 22. I'll keep I'll keep looking because um, I know it's on this page. But like, wow, that's fucking bananas. B a n a n a s. God, I need to stop doing that. Yeah, you do. I hate um, it. Okay, I found it. Average drive. Um, they start. Uh, who's this? The Dolphins? Yeah. Uh, where are you, Miami? Uh-huh. Reveal yourself to me. At their own thirty-one point four. Are you serious? That's fourth. That's fifth best. They're top five in starting field position. What the fuck? Okay. So then, so then, so then, this has to be the case. If I if I had to guess, this has to be it. They constantly get touchbacks, right? Um, right. And so, so that's just starting on the twenty-five. You know, straight up. You know, that's just mm-hmm. starting on the twenty-five. And they are fourth best in punt return yards. So whatever the average is between, you know, starting out on the 25 plus starting out with whatever amount of punt return they can get, 
has just catapulted them to being at the top of this fucking category or top five in this category. Because that is fucking wacky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, what a nightmare. What what do you think it must be like to be a Vikings fan this year? Ugh, excuse my yawn. Where you go into the season thinking you're a contender for not only the NFC North, but the Super Bowl, going to win a championship, and your team ends up becoming a contender for the first overall pick in a year where it like a record year for how bad some teams are. Oh, that man. must be just brutal, right? Yeah, yeah. That uh, that reminds me of um the second Fitzpatrick season. You know, first season Jets win ten and six, and you're like, hey, maybe there's something here. Todd Bowles might be and a good head coach, and Ryan Fitzpatrick might have really hit a stride, and maybe you know the Eric Decker Brandon Marshall combo will really turn it around. And then we went, I think, six and ten the next year. Um, but even ah, but even that is that'd be a gracious landing spot for this Vikings team right now. So no, even then, even even that much pain, I don't I don't understand it. Wow. Yeah, that must be uh be pretty sucky. And uh just to pile on it, uh the Vikings have the worst average starting field position in the NFL. Twenty-three point one. Ooh, close. Starting on their own twenty-three point one. Wow. That's that's so, just I don't know how you uh, really ever have a chance to win when you're starting that far back. So, and and this is what I'm what I'm trying to get at with the field position stuff, and why I'm so thoroughly enjoying this rabbit hole that has nothing to do with with what I kind of prepped today. So, the Vikings, the Vikings, Cowboys, and Jets are the only three teams that have an average drive starting field position below 25 yards, or I guess. Um, uh, closer to their own end zone than the 25-yard line, however that's supposed to be phrased, right? Only three teams. So that's saying that on average, with all the touchbacks that is just commonplace in the NFL today, they still are somehow so bad, I would assume, at punt returning that the it's just averaging out to them being um, below that mark. So if we jump back over to to the punt return yards, which I, oh man, I'm just in love with this category now. Uh, the Vikings and Jets are one and two in the power rankings of being bad at this statistical category. And the Dallas Cowboys are somehow uh, in uh, 11th. That's right. We, we said that right. 11th with 100 yards. So I don't even understand what's happening with the Cowboys right now. Because um, that doesn't make any intuitive sense to me. Um, how that's possible that you could have unless they're just getting pinned back in their own ass but still even then goddamn um so the vikings on average are starting on their own 23 their average drive is only netting them 32.9 yards which means that on average they're only getting to their opponents um what is that? 48? Or sorry, 40, 42? Uh, something like that. Something close. I don't want to do math. It's too early. We'll call it we'll call it 40 just to keep it all even. Um, which would make that a 57-yard field goal attempt. Um, which is not what you want, which is ex- very much so explains their 36.8% scoring percent. Oh. Um and is poorly complemented by their 17.6% offensive turnover percent. Ish. Ish is correct. However, um, however, um, also just for some fun additional things, their average drive time is 2 minutes and 25 seconds, um, and their average points scored per drive is 2.22. Um, the Jets, let's make the Vikings feel better. The Jets, on average, are starting on their own 23.9. That is 0.8 better yards, better of field position than the Vikings. So pretty close, just to call it the Jets 24. Their average drive goes nine yards fewer than the Vikings. 
The Jets' average drive goes 24 yards, which means on average, with a 24-yard starting position, uh, starting field position, their own 24, and a 24-yard average drive, on average, the Jets don't even cross the fucking 50. <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. On average, the Jets' drive ends on their own 48. Holy shnikes. That's so... Which would be, if you wanted to, like, try it, would be a 70-yard field goal. Why would you want to try that? Why not? Well, because you're the Jets and you have no other way to score. Exactly. Um, wow, man. It's, that's, so, not surprising at all that the Jets' scoring percent is 22.1%. Their turnover percent is a full seven points better than the Vikings at only 10.4, but because they don't get very far, not even within a lengthy field goal range, the points scored per they have a better time per drive than the Vikings too, 228 versus 225. Their points scored per drive is half of the Vikings 2.22. The Jets coming in at 1.03. Oh. Oh. So bad. Why? So bad. Like obviously, like the easy answer for this is, you know. The lack of a preseason, everything that involved with, you know, the uncertainty and uh, all the craziness of COVID. But, like, why are so many teams this bad this year? Like, is this out of the realm of, you know, normal? Or is this just something that we're noticing more because of the circumstances and assuming this is related? But, man, there are teams that are just so fucking bad this year that no, it definitely shouldn't be. No, the, yeah, this, this, it's like, I remember a big talking point in the MLB season this past season was pitcher injuries, because there was a lot of pitcher injuries, um, mm-hmm. especially with respect to how many games have been played, you know, like, the, you were looking at like a full regular season's worth of pitching injuries squeezed into a 60 game season, because of just the reduced spring training time, and you know, pitchers weren't able to like really get up to, um, speed so to speak or or whatever the correct term is for limbering up your arm in the appropriate way um so but you got it you know and 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 teams still performed pretty much as you'd expect you know the uh the rays were really good the dodgers were really good the yankees were hurt which they always are so like it sucks but like that's not uncommon you know, the Reds overperformed a little bit, but, like, they were expected to do somewhat better. The Padres overperformed a little bit, but they were expected to be better. So, like, you know, you took the small sample size of the season to be what it is, but everyone performed pretty much talent-wise how you would have expected. But you're right, this feels otherworldly. I mean, the NFC East is not a good division. They should not be this bad. The Minnesota Vikings honestly should have been a good team. They... And they're one in five. The Falcons, I know, have some coaching shit, but like they've been losing games that they should very. They literally lost three games that they had a greater than ninety-eight percent chance of winning. It. You're right. This is fucking weird. The AFC has four teams with one or fewer wins. Like that's just not mathematically. I I don't want to say possible because clearly we're seeing it. It's so outside of probable, I don't even know how to describe it. Oh, man. Neither do I, man. Neither do I. It's it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous, and I do not understand it. I am just glad that my team is not involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go tug yourself off somewhere else. I'm currently doing that. Although I will say I I did bet on the Steelers to win today, so I do need them to show up. Which I'll be honest, don't bet. Taking the money line and not the the spread, oof, rough. I hate betting the spread. I hate 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 it because I'm too into. I'm barely decisive enough to pick a money line. Don't make me think about the points. Listen, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying it's not what I would have done because I just don't trust the Steelers. I don't. I, I needed to sweeten a parlay, so 
I figured, hey, you know, rivalry game, anything can happen. Steelers are not the favorites. Uh, makes my odds, uh, make, makes my possible winnings on this very, very small bet uh, look a lot nicer. I don't care if I lose 10 bucks. Hey, touche. Yeah. Um, anyway, 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 anyway. I, I am so wrapped up in this now. Um, <laughs> wow, this is just so fascinating to me. So, like, wow, this is going to be so interesting. I, I, I want, I'm going to make a claim because the game has, games have not yet happened. You know, we're recording this Sunday, November 1st, uh, and it, no, we started at like 1030. It's like 1120 or some shit. Um, so the games have not started yet. Steelers Ravens are one and two in starting field position. Two best teams in football, hopefully, probably. The Ravens have an average starting field position of their own 34.1. The Steelers have an average starting position of their own 33.5. Damn. Yeah. I thought that, I thought that would be a bigger difference, you know? Like 33 for the best team and like... 20, was it 22, 23 for the worst? I thought that difference would be bigger. Well, you gotta... The way I, I figured, you gotta assume a lot of relatively close starting figure. You know what I mean? Because they're getting a lot... Like, touchbacks are just such a part of the game these days. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have a lot of 25s in there for every team. And then, you know, most punts, I would venture to say, land somewhere between the 45 and 15. And how much that averages out combined with a lot of 25s to kind of split the difference. Like, that's what I think. I think that seeing these numbers don't paint as even a picture. I think it'd be more interesting to see what they are if you take out touchbacks. Okay. That's to fair. really make it wild. I, you know? I concur with that. Because, like, so let's say, let's say we're the Steelers, okay? Um, you're reworking the Steelers front office. I wouldn't care. Yeah, any front office. Seriously, any front office. Please hire us. Um, I wouldn't care about starting on the 33.5 because that's factoring the touchbacks. But imagine, you know, we kick the ball off to the Ravens. Okay? Ravens touch it back. It's the 25. Hold, hold, hold. Uh, fuck, even knock them back. They take a penalty. You take a, You get them a sack. Whatever. They're punting from the 20 now. And that punt is going to go, I don't know, let's say, 55 yards from the 20. So that's going to put it at the opposing, what, 35? I don't want to do math. You're on your own. 25. The opposing 25. How far did I say? 55? Yeah, opposing 25. 30 yards to the 50. 20 yards gets you to the 30. 25. Yeah. All right. Where was I going? I got stuck in my (laughs) own head doing mental math. Oh, that that 25 versus the 25 of a touchback are two very different 25s, you know? Or even pinning, you know, you pin the Ravens back somehow. You get them back to the 15. They punted 55 yards, and now you're starting on, like, the 30 or the, or the or, or, you know, 30, 35-yard line. That's really different than just taking a touchback and starting on the 25. Like, how you get that starting field position based on defense and opponent punting means a lot more than just taking the touchbacks. And your own returning, I should also add. You know, your own returning right. as well. Right. Um, which, again, the Steelers and Ravens, are, I think, were two of the best teams at. Right? Punt, return, yards, sort. Steelers at number one. Ravens at number five. Yes. So that this is really going to be... Man, this is going to be such an interesting... So the Steelers have an edge in punt returns. The Steelers are averaging... 13 yards per punt return to the Baltimore Ravens, 8.7. However, the Ravens appear to have an edge in kick returns with uh, 33.9 yards per kick return to the Pittsburgh Stellars, 26.1. So if I'm the Steelers, I want lots of punts and not many kick returns, but if I'm the Steelers, I probably wanted that before I made this point. <laughs> For real. <laughs> uh, 
the power of, of of staring at statistics for a long time to come to a conclusion that you would have come to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the most infuriating points of like spending a long time working on like some stats or something just to get like the obvious answer anyway. Wait, I don't want teams to score and I want to stop them on defense. <gasps> It's like it's like no like what you want is like a lot of punts. It's like yeah no I want defensive stops. It's like yeah but like, you're good on punt yards. It's like yeah but but I you know I want the punts even if I'm not returning yeah. well. It's like all right, all right, I don't all right. care if I'm the worst in punt return yards. I still want the punts. Right. It's like oh well you also want to keep the team from making kick returns. It's like yeah I don't want them to score. It's like yeah but like you know you don't want them to like make a kick return. It's like but yeah but the only time they make kick returns is if they score or we're starting a half. So. <laughs> so I don't want them to make kick returns. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. One is literally the smallest number I want that to be in any point in a game. Yeah, seriously. If, if, if you're a team, you want an average kick return per game of one. And that is the time at which you receive the ball from your opponent to start the half. Oh, boy. Fucking science. Science. Math. Math can be science. It could also be a liberal art. Which I don't really get. Oh, who knows? Who knows, man? Um, trying to see. I I would I would hope so. You know, I, I I would hope that they got that down. Um, who do you think has the longest average drive average drive time of the team? Longest average drive time. Um, Yeah. I'll go with maybe the Titans or the Ravens. This is a really weird top five. Um, the Titans are 19th. The Ravens, where are you, B more? Uh, God damn it. Oh, they're 20th. They were literally right below them. Fuck me. Um, Tennessee Titans coming in with a 2 minute 45 second average drive time. The Ravens, 2 minutes 43 seconds. Okay. The leader uh, at the top. is the Carolina Panthers at 3 minutes and 14 seconds. Interesting. Yes. However, their average drive goes 38.5 yards, whereas the Tennessee Titans goes 37. Oh, 37.9. The Baltimore Ravens goes 30.7. Wait, that's weird. Interesting. So, oh, di- uh. so is the Panthers offense good? Yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. Okay, because I, their record's bad though, isn't it? It's not great. Their defense is oh, their D line's been pretty good. Yeah, they've okay. they've had a tumultuous season. So they are three and five. They have an average drive time of three fourteen. Their average yards per drive is thirty eight point five, and their scoring percent of their drive is forty eight percent, which is not awful. Um, it's not even mediocre. It's pretty good. Um. For comparison, the Tennessee Titans, who I consider to, I think we all, you know, Tennessee Titans and Baltimore Ravens, both five and one. Um, I think we'd all consider them to be having a pretty nice start to their season. Um, have average drive times 30 seconds less. Uh, the Tennessee Titans' average yards per, per drive is 37.9. The Ravens, 30.7. So both lower. And the scoring percent of each team, the Tennessee Titans, 52.4. So higher. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, 44.8 lower um which i guess if we were to look just at these very few stats i would say that the carolina panthers defense is probably but um <laughs> let's go to our <laughs> let's roll the tape and look at some defensive stats to find out if in fact the carolina defense is but survey says team defense yards allowed Carolina Panthers number five. They are indeed, but um, so the Carolina Panthers offense scores 48.0. I did not need that point. 48% of the time, the Carolina Panthers defense allows their opponent to score 49.3% of the time. Oh no. Ew. Not great. Uh, the Carolina Panthers offense allows a turnover 12% of the time. Their defense wins the battle, typically, allowing uh, causing a turnover 14.7% of the time. Um, but I guess the combination of fifth most yards allowed and 
uh, super high scoring percent for the opposing team. Um, fifth highest scoring percent in the NFL, I should say, is just not enough to save what is um, what I'm going to assume, since I also don't have it in front of me, a pretty okay offense. <laughs> Are Touché. they? Oh, Are you? You tell me. Who? You're looking at the numbers, uh, not me. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm Ooh, trying. Um, offense, Carolina oh, Panthers, fourth dogs. most yards. They have fourth, the fourth most offensive yards in the NFL, and their 48% scoring percent is seventh best in the NFL. So, yeah, this is a pretty decent offense here. Their defense is just butt. <laughs> booty. Straight booty. Well, um, any other NFL stats you would like to discuss today before we wrap things up? Um, how many teams are tied with one win? Uh, in the AFC, there are four. In the entirety of the NFL, hold on, let me. I have, as as anyone who listens to this podcast knows, I have nine thousand tabs open. Um, altogether in the NFL, there are six teams tied. Sorry, five teams. Five teams tied with one win. How many teams have two wins? Uh, well, the rest of the NFC East all have two wins, so there's three right there. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Literally, the NFC East combines for seven wins right now. That's crazy. Um, anyway, so there's three in the NFC East. There's one in the AFC East. There's four, um, five, six, six, seven, seven teams with two wins. So there's seven teams with two wins. Yes. And there's five teams with one win. Yes. And there's, there's the one Jets. team with no wins. Man, Trevor Lawrence is probably sitting at home with his COVID just thinking, man, I just have no fucking idea where I'm going to go. Now, if I was Trevor Lawrence, I wouldn't be that afraid of coming to the Jets, all things considered, because we're likely, hopefully, God damn it. Um, not keeping this head coach through the end of the season. We have a buttload of cap space, and we have a million picks um, in the upcoming several drafts. So there's certainly the opportunity for a young quarterback to be built around. This, once again, though, just hinders upon the conversation you and I had a few weeks ago of what the fuck do the Jets want to do, and can you please, with the love of God, just make a fucking decision? Um, because that is the real crux of the issue here. Right. Anyway. Oh, oh, oh. Profound sadness from both my government and my Jets. Um, <laughs> there's no winning on the news or the, the gridiron. <laughs> anyway, um, shall we wrap up for the week or do, is there anything left to say? Uh, no, I'm good. Oh, uh, how about this? Final final score prediction for the uh, um, Steelers-Ravens game? Uh, 28-27. Which team takes it? Uh, you're really going to make me say, huh? Um, I'll say, I'll put my mouth on the Steelers. That You'll put your mouth on the Steelers? <laughs> All right. That's how you wanted to phrase that? No, that's not how I wanted to phrase that, but that is how I did phrase it. Oh my god, who lets me <laughs> fucking do this? <laughs> uh, on the Steelers. I so like the thought process there, all lack of it, was like I don't want to say put my money on the Steelers because I'm not putting it, but I'm like, well, I am saying it, so I'll say I'll put my is I <sighs> This is my formal resignation from this podcast. From speaking. From speaking. I'm just going to do fucking Microsoft Sam just like text-to-speech for the rest of my life. I'm here for it. So you're going with the Steelers 28-7? Mouth and all. All right. <laughs> Lips and teeth. Uh mm. Uh, I I am also going to go with the Steelers. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Thir- 32-24. This okay. one's going to be weird. Oh. Weird. I am all about that. 
Um, I would also, because I completely forgot to update it, um, but at for the last World Series game, I had made starting pitching predictions. So I just wanted to loop back to that real quick because I totally forgot I did this. Um, I had said Clayton Kershaw was going to go seven innings, allow four hits, two walks, two runs, and nine strikeouts. Clayton Kershaw's actual line for the final game of the season. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. This was for game five, not for game six. My bad. Game five. That explains why this looks so weird. Um, Clayton Kershaw's actual line was 5.2 innings pitched, five hits, two earned runs, two walks, and six strikeouts. So I was um, shy on the innings, um, over on the hits. Sorry, I guess I was under on the hits. Kershaw was over on the hits. Uh, nailed the runs, nailed the walks, and was um, too liberal with my strikeouts. And I predicted Glass now will go four innings, allow six hits, four walks, three runs, and eight strikeouts. And this one I was actually super close on. Uh, he went five innings pitched, one more than I had given him. Six hits, nailed it. Um, four runs, one more than I had said, three walks, one less than I had said, and seven strikeouts, one less than I had said. So really, like, right, I was only off by one on, on everything except for hits, which I had gotten on the money. So I'd say Josh did a pretty okay job. Good shit, man. Good shit. I'm proud so, of you, bud. You really showed him. Thanks, pal. Thanks, pal. So take that into consideration when I make my Steelers over Ravens 32-24 prediction. I will, there you go. I will take that. Um, it means literally nothing, folks. It means absolutely nothing. Josh does not know football as well as he knows baseball. And even then, I was only kind of close <laughs> on a lot of those things. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, shall we wrap it up? Yes, sir. Oh, all right, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so at JuicingPod. If you want to hit us up via email, do so at juice and the numbers at gmail.com. You had to hit up our Teespring page. You can just search the name. And uh, until Thursday, y'all have a good one. Bye.